1: All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour, and we're talking about hot rodding future. Yes. Things that are coming in, the, the new trends. The, the future trends of America. So, you know, everything now is patina this, patina that, oh, this is a rat rod, or oh, traditional. Okay. My favorite is traditional. traditional. yeah. I love traditional. You know, traditional with HEI distributor in it, and mm-hmm. traditional with radial tires, and traditional with disc brakes, and yeah. traditional with – no, it's not traditional anymore.
0: No, it's not at all traditional. Um, I, you know, I've said this before. The rat rod thing, I think, will go away. Like, just driving a hunk of rust down the I road. I hope it does. Um, well, you know, it's got its time and its place, and it was cool while I was here. It really was. Um, but getting in your car and starting it up and having nuts and bolts and other things fly off of it that you probably need later on in your adventure <laughs> is not really cool. Does that mean you're going to sell the wagon? Easy. <laughs> yeah the wagon is for sale though that hurt shameless plug that that hurt i can't help it that the engine's powerful enough to shake things off of it i can't help that um no um but i I think the rat rod days are you know they will cease to end if you will there will always be one or two kicking around i think the patina thing's here to stay i really do a nicely patina not ate up with rust but just a good weathered paint job. I think that's I think that's the styling that will be here for a while.
1: That's two words that do not belong together.
0: Nicely patinated. Uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's kind ironic, of like saying
1: but slick rough.
0: Yeah, it, it, a nice uh,
1: slick rough.
0: Well, I mean when I say nicely patinated, I mean the style of the lumberjack truck that you know and, we And we it's had. cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think something like that will be here to stay. It, it, the truck's in great shape. It's a solid truck.
2: It's just weathered. Well, With a Genuine patina also, which means that instead of putting it on a trailer or taking it to a show, you might drive it there. You're yeah, you'll actually get it and it.
0: drive it. So I think that styling, um, that trend we're seeing right now, because patina is hot right now. It is red hot. Um, I, think, I think that's here to stay. I think that's going to actually fall in it's kind of weird because patina can be applied to anything. It can be on your 89 S10 pickup to your 56 Chevy Bel Air. It really can. I mean, true. Um, but I think it's going to fall in its own category eventually, like saying a lowrider or a street rod or something like that. It's just going to have more to do with the, the presentation of the vehicle rather than the the overall build, you know?
1: i tell you something else, speaking of patina. And you said S10 truck, and it popped in my head. <laughs> i tell you what I think is going to get hot. I see a van craze coming.
0: You know what? I do, too, because I'm seeing Astros pop up. Well,
1: there's a huge van club in Charlotte. They've mm-hmm. been around for years. But you're starting to see the Tradesman vans and the G10s popping up. Yep. You're starting, to see, you're starting to see the A100s coming in. Yep. You're starting to see this stuff.
0: Well, I think it's cool, too. Now, um... If you look at vans now, like the new Transit van is actually not a bad-looking van.
1: No, no, no. It's actually um, a good-looking van. So
0: you got the new Transit, the new Dodge, was it? Pro Master. Pro Master. Um, Chevys, is, I can't remember. Theirs is the Nissan and the... Uh, City. Chevrolet the C- City. The City View. Um, those are all actually kind of this cool little custom-looking thing, so... It'll probably be overseas first, but I think I think that'll be a trend that actually catches on. I think, I, I think you'll see a, a modern custom van era, and I think the old school ones will come back into play as well. Well, you know,
1: Harrod actually did an article, and they done they took vans from the seventies, mm-hmm. and then they took like the new Transit. So they had a Ford van. And then they painted it from the 70s to did a new transit the same way, right? like an artist rendering of it. And they were actually really cool how they did it. I mean, it's so cool to see a transit with, like, a star window in the back.
2: Oh, yeah. And a sticker that says, don't laugh, your daughter might be in here.
1: That's a necessity.
0: <laughs> That's like, I have to. The Shaggin' Wagon. The shaggin', the <laughs> official Shaggin' Wagon. You know, I I was looking on Craigslist the other day, actually speaking of vans, and I saw a little Astro van. It kind of took my heart away. And and I'm not a big 4.3 fan, but I mean, this was just a cool little van. It was satin black, had flames done down it. Looked like something Thomas Townsend done, you know. pin
1: strapped up black.
0: pin up. Tweed interior on this thing. Uh, Craiger SS mags. I mean, you really couldn't ask for a better look to it. I mean, it kind of took my heart there a little bit. It took your heart. It took my heart just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
1: It is
2: cool. Yeah. I, I kind of like it a little bit. As bad <laughs> as I hate that, I'm like, like,
0: <laughs> I'm like oh, this is, this it's kind of cool. This, 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 it's kinda cool. It's it's cool. Wouldn't,
2: that wouldn't break the bank, either.
0: No. 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 I mean, you're talking about 5K on a nice van that has like nice stuff in it, really.
1: And, I mean, it's got a cool look. If you had a business or something, oh, I God. love it. These are great advertising opportunities.
0: Oh, custom vans like that is an advertisement piece from way back. And I'm
1: not the biggest Mopar fan, but I won't tell you something. I think the tradesmen were the prettiest vans ever.
2: I do, too. And you got to think, uh, same with the Fords and the Chevys. The later ones of those had fuel injection. They had air conditioning. Very yeah, true. I mean, yeah. They this, actually were... The styling... Brakes, I mean, yeah,
0: you could drive them. The styling of the van stayed the same for years. So, yeah, you were able to get a very old-looking van, if you will... With a lot of modern amenities, so I mean that was cool too. But
1: we're not talking about like fifteen passenger church buses. No, vans. we're no, no, talking no. about
0: we could. Yeah, well, I mean you, it's just we're, not the same. Cool we're talking vans. about third row vans.
1: Yeah, we're talking about vans with no windows in them. Yeah, uh, the creeper vans. Yeah, creeper vans, or, or what a painter would drive in the seventies. Yeah.
0: But you know, it, it, it gave you room to do a lot of customization too, and it was like it was a canvas for an artist. Well, I mean, you got to think about it,
1: inside and out. Yeah, I mean, these things had plush interiors in them, shag and, carpet. Oh snap!
0: I mean, who's not ever wanted to own a mystery machine? You know what I mean? I mean, in all truthfulness, and I tell you, there's one already painted up, ready to go on a car lot, right on uh, 14. That's insane. Up toward Greer, there's one sitting there. Okay. Or it might be on 101, but.
1: Right there somewhere. I tell you, the van thing is correct. Okay, I want to paint a picture for you. Mm-hmm. Imagine you are a father, mm-hmm. and you had an attractive female daughter, mm. which I guess would be the only way you would have a daughter. But you know what I'm saying. And a young a young buck come pulling up, a gentleman caller, if you will,
0: <laughs> came up
1: riding in a van. With love machine on the side of it, and yes. Side pipes. To pick to pick your
2: daughter up, <laughs> side pipes, purple shag carpet on the. Walls. I'll be honest
0: with you. Um, when it comes to one day, if my wife and I decide to have children and we have said daughter, I really prefer the uh, the gentleman caller, if you will, to either have a AC Cobra or a Corvette. Because I know nothing's happening. Well, I'm
1: gonna fit in the little, car. I won't fit on a little secret. I had a Corvette, and it happens. <laughs> But, um, actually, there was a very, 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 very good talk on that on Digital Corvettes. It's a forum, and we really can't get into details like that because of the FCC here, but I want to tell you something. It's a good read. Google it.
0: (laughs) Great read. But, I mean, you know, it is it is a trend. You know, the vans, I, and I think they're going to come back. I think they're going to come back real strong because the van is affordable canvas. Well, that, and I think the van's going
1: to be the new station wagon. I think that's going to be like that station wagon niche. You, know, cool you car. know,
0: they say history is bound to repeat themselves. It does. And so, I can see where you're coming
1: from on that. I really could. I really see the van coming back. And I see, you're going to see a lot of kids picking up like transits and things like that jumping in well you know it, how it's about a stanced out transit how cool would that be oh well mob still had one exactly but i mean you imagine like a transit on air i'd slam down with all your wild stereo stuff how about the stereo shop vans back in the day oh yeah what happened to those
0: well we'll look at it now you know they were usually astros if i recall yeah yeah astros and safaris but, well, you know, you look at, look at the trends now. I mean, if you can't afford a Honda Civic Si, because import world is, is really huge right now, if you can't afford a, a Civic Si, guess what? You can get in a Horde, uh, cord wagon, no problem. Yeah. Way cheaper, and guess what? It still carries the cred once you put, start putting work in it, because people love it. It's a wagon. Who doesn't, at the end of the day, really like a wagon? Jokes aside with mine. But you, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. I'm with you 100%. They have that, and it's cool. And they're cool. different. And they're different. So what's the next natural progression? Would you feel
1: better if this guy come rolling up in a Honda Accord wagon?
0: I No, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't feel good if he come rolling up in an LS Swap 91 Caprice wagon. I'm I'd go him come rolling up on a
1: bicycle. That's what yeah. I'd feel better about. Yeah,
0: I'd feel better about a bike. But, I mean, really stop and think about it. The next natural progression step is going to be a van. I think the vans are going to be hot. You concur, Richard?
2: Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I don't think they ever really went away. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, years. I think they took a sabbatical. So, yeah, something comes around. It's been wagons. First, it was sedans. It's because they're cheap. Yeah. And they're left. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, exactly.
1: Yeah, they're left over. I tell you what is le- what isn't left over? It's time to talk because we got to go to commercials.
0: Yeah, exactly. All the time.
1: All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking about new hot rod trends right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 1063
0: WORD. All right,
1: guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We're talking about hot rod trends. We got Richard Hoskins in the studio. We got Odd Rod right What's here. Happening? i tell you what, and we had a very good conversation, and I wish you guys could have heard it over the commercial break. Oh, we're break.
0: going to back up and cover it. Don't you worry. Oh, we're
1: going to cover it, but we ain't going to be I'm... able to cover it as colorful as it was in No, here. No,
0: no, no, I'm, I'm sure... There's it'll... still
1: blood on the walls. Yeah,
0: I'm sure someone will oh, get their feelings hurt,
1: though. Well, can hydro just... dip them if they need to.
0: All right, so Richard brought this up, and he used a a great term. Richard, I thank you for using this term, but a shift in priorities.
1: Well, this is the thing. For a long time, performance has kind of took a backseat, and appearance has kind of moved forward. Now, I think it's shifting back the other way. Uh, I don't think
0: think it's shifting quick enough. No, it's it's a slow shift. I think it's still swinging hardcore in appearance, not performance.
1: Because uh, she's all show and no go.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I look at it this way, and you know, I've not owned the most fanciest of cars over time at all. Coming from the man
1: with a '91 Caprice station
0: wagon, <laughs> I'm shocked. Eat, boo boo. Eat, boo boo. Eat, eat boo boo. Um, no, I mean, and it's had, even got hydro parts on it. That's the bad thing. Yeah, it does. Have, yeah, and we won't talk about that. Anyhow, um, no, but I've owned some pretty cool stuff. But my theory has always been: start under the hood, work your way out. Under the hood's where's the business at. You know, make sure you got a good ticker before you know start buying a nice pair of jeans, to put on there or something like that. Make sure she's running right, and, and that's always been my always been my theory behind it. Is you know, make sure the engine bay work. Well, your way how, out about, how
1: about if you bought an, a good running car already? You know, you got a, You've got a Challenger that makes three hundred and fifty horsepower, three hundred forty five horsepower. Well,
0: yeah. What, what do you do next?
2: It's,
1: it's
0: simple: LED lights. No, no, actually, no, you don't. <laughs> You start buying 410 gears for the rear end. You start putting trailing arms on, you know, upper and lower control arms, making it ride better, perform better, cold
2: air intake, bigger cam. Let me put this a little different. There's nothing wrong with appearance. Everybody's always been into appearance. You always want your hot rod to look nice. It's appearance for a reason. Nobody put weld wheels on their 5-liter Mustangs because they were cool looking. They were cool looking, but that's not why you did it. That's right. You, know, you, think,
1: you think I'm running skinnies for the look?
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Cobra intakes are cool looking, but that's not why you put it on there.
1: Yeah. Pop quiz: Why would you run skinnies on the front of a five liter Mustang? Because or on it, any car.
0: It's because it's a lighter rotating mass. Yes, and also for another
1: reason: roll out. It actually rolls easier because it has less contact.
0: Yeah.
1: Just <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, you'd be surprised the people that, that have them that didn't know that.
0: Yeah, didn't know why they have them.
1: And I tell you something else: Have you ever drove a car with skinnies on the front of it? You'll regret
0: your decisions. <laughs> I want try making a turn,
1: going more than forty, 40 miles. Forty miles an hour, yeah. Yeah, you know what happens? It just stays straight. You you don't <laughs> turn. Yeah, we don't turn.
0: We She's just just go. Power slides straight now. It plows. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Really. Really. Um. Off track. A bad decision. Actually. Actually, they are cool though. They are cool. I love
1: fats cool. and skinnies on a fox body.
0: Yeah. Sure. Oh, it's I one of the best things. looking combinations. But like Richard said, the guy that put fats and skinnies on his fox body did because there's business under the hood.
1: I I've got a cool story. I got a cool fox body story okay. that I would love to share. Okay, share your fox. And this body story. involves my old man. I when I was buying and selling cars, there was a guy in Greer. I'm not going to say his name. But it rhymes with Willie, and starts with a B.
0: I was going for that actually.
1: Anyway, he had a very nice LX Mustang, and this car was—if this car was a girl, it would be what you would call popular. Hmm. She had been had by numerous Mustang people. So, in so this you're town. saying
0: it's not one-owner car? Not even close. Okay.
1: Everybody, everybody took a swing at this one. <laughs> And uh, it was a cool car, though. It was a clean 93, or it was actually a 92 LX. And uh, it had 93 Cobra lights in it. And the 93 Cobra wing was a hatch car. Had a really nice 306, 30 over 302. Lightweighted. This car had nothing inside it. All the radio, all the heat controls, that stuff's gone. Heater box gone, inner fenders, everything. Lightweighted. Had a nice aluminum radiator in it. Cute little small block with headers and nitrous. Fuel injected still. But that was it. I mean, just a light car. No insulation. Still had power windows, power door locks. that worked, which blew my mind. And uh, I got this car. When I bought it, it actually had Fats and Skinnies on it. It had a beautiful set of drag lights. It was just a torch red LX. I mean, it was just a good-looking car. And I bought it with a brand-new set of Mickey Thompsons on it. I'm talking about like new, new, like still had the stickers on them, new. I brought it. I actually towed it from Greer to my shop. I put it on a rollback and picked it up. And uh, first thing, my dad, and it actually had a C4 in it with a a thirty-eight, a Cook C4 with a thirty. Of course, with a (laughs) the only the finest four hundred (laughs) dollars C4. But uh, only the <laughs> finest C fours in my in my Mustang, but but this is the thing like and I had like a thirty eight hundred stock converter in this thing, I mean it was a it was a glory, it was a drag car you know and uh, had the NMRA sticker across the top of the windshield of course, um, and this car no power steering,
2: of course not
1: uh, and Flaming uh, River. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more, more like we just took the pump off. But, uh, <laughs> right. This <laughs> is Greer, we're talking about, Richard. I mean, just throwing that out there. GT Grant steering wheel, for what reason, I do not know. But anyway, I got this car, and, and it had a reverse pattern shifter in it had a (laughs) hearse ratcheting shifter in it which anybody that's owned a hearse ratcheting shifter don't realize that satan made those (laughs) those shifters are not user-friendly for anybody um so anyway i i I backed it off the rollback and pulled it up the shop my dad now i've got to tell you another story my father and i love him i love my father with all of my heart and there's something he's not And he's not a concrete guy. My dad poured some concrete in front of the shop one time. (laughs) And I want to tell you something. That concrete's about as rough as your prom date. I mean, she was bad. I married my prom date. She's a nice lady, though. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you want to back up a little bit there? I'm backing up. Backing up. Sorry, Miss Oddrod. Sorry, I thought it was somebody else. Anyway. But, Richard, like your prom date. Wait (laughs) a minute.
2: That's that's probably a little more.
1: (laughs) All right, Richard, we're going with your prom date. But anyway, this concrete was rough. My dad decides he's going to do a burnout my Mustang. <laughs> I've drove it 30 feet at this point. <laughs> my dad melts those Mickey Thompsons off of it on this rough concrete. The grooves in it, you could drop quarters in. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That's my funny LX Mustang story, though. That
2: sounds like it was a real fun-to-drive car.
1: It was, it was actually a really fun-to-drive car. Every time I got in that car, I got a cop behind me instantly.
0: Well, yeah, that's the, I understand you. It might have been the open header thing, ever, but I don't you know. You ever drove a wagon around like mine? I mean, they no, kinda, they just pull you over yeah, automatically. They, yeah, there's a story there to be told too, but I think that's sure. for another day. That's definitely. For, <laughs> that's <laughs> just court, too yeah. soon, Junior. Too yeah, soon. That, that's, that's a little too soon. We're gonna let that settle in court right now.
1: I <laughs> tell you what else we need to let settle is this commercial breaks.
0: I'm tired of doing them. I think we. You know what? I think we should just like take over the show and not do any commercial breaks. What do you think?
1: Then they cut the lights out. Oh, okay. Alright, we'll go to them then. Alright, guys, stay tuned. We're talking about the trends in Hot Rods, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On uh, 1063 W O R D. Alright guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob Pitts.
2: On rod! What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins.
1: What's up? We gotta come up with you a cool name.
2: Uh I don't know. I've heard the Red Weasel wasn't very popular. Red, red, weasel. <laughs> red weasel. Red Weasel. I could go with that though.
0: I mean, I, I like it.
2: I, I like it. Code code name Red Weasel. Uh, if we uh, ever have like, how about just Red? If My we... one female fan doesn't like it. So.
1: If we ever, well, if we ever have walkie talkies, you are all time Red Weasel. That's yeah. fine. Co- I, I, if we're, if we're talking
2: about walkie talkies, I want
1: to be Red Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the go to name, but not on the radio. <laughs> yeah. What about just Weasel? That's bad. Cause it it's, is bad. It's got a, a bad connotation. I get a with shore rap with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that hurt. We'll,
0: <laughs> we'll have to work on something else. But, you know, when we uh, when we broke off, uh, apart from your Mustang show story, we were talking about, you know, how trends have kind of shifted a little bit in the priority department. Uh, you know, what are we working on when it comes to our cars? Most people are saving up to put stickers on them, not rear ends under them.
1: Well, in, in this they can do it themselves. This is a DIY t- craze too. And I think that's a lot of that. People,
0: so, so, it's put a rear end under your car,
1: yeah. Well, a lot of people aren't mechanically inclined enough to do that.
0: And I agree with that. I agree. I mean, I'm okay with that. If you know, if if, if you don't have the tools or the know-how to jump in and do something like that, please don't. Exactly, it's dangerous. You know, actually, do you
1: know what the tools you need to put on a sticker is?
0: Yeah, a squeegee, a driver's license, <laughs> yeah, or that too,
1: you know, a credit card. Yeah, and, I mean, and I think that's why it's so popular. You know, and, and the aftermarket has jumped on this bandwagon, making more and more things. And
0: I, and I get it. I'm making a living off doing it. And so, I mean, and I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. I just, when it comes to a car, I mean, you know, all right, my SS has, the, you know, vinyl work done to it. But, like, going back through times, I've been doing this crap for 14 years, and just that wasn't where my priorities were. My priorities were under the hood. And then, you know, get the body looking right, the suspension right. I wanted my car looking, sounding, and riding right before carrying on to that next step.
1: I'm with you there, but I mean I think a big thing is they're not putting stickers on rusty cars. They're putting stickers on new cars. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. the thing. I mean it's already running and driving right. Technically, they're just they're not chopping tops. They're not doing custom paint. They're doing well, stickers. And, then, and I'm going, guilty of it. stripes.
0: I and mean, we all are. We all are. Uh, you know, because there's nothing else custom done to my truck other than it's got vinyl work done to it. Yeah, but, it
1: was already riding and driving right, and all you did was put a decal
0: on Oh, I did just put a sticker on there. You put a sticker on I'm already. a sticker sticker. I stick stickers. You stick stickers. <laughs> but no, um, in all seriousness, though, you know, back in the day, someone bought a Corvette, and they went hacking on the fenders and widened it out because they wanted to put these massive wheels on it. You know, other than the guys that built a truck for SEMA, you don't see that. You know, you don't see someone buying a, a an $80,000 pickup truck and then putting another 80000 worth of modifications.
1: To make a $30,000 truck. To make
0: a $30,000 <laughs> truck to drive down the road. I mean, you don't see that anymore. I mean, you used to. That was, that was kind of a common thing. You know, you bought a new van, you chopped the top on it, you laid a 10,000 10, coat cleared paint job on it. Ten thousand coats. Well, yeah, that's fifty, lot, that's 50 a, for real, but that's a,
1: that's a lot of clear.
0: Well, but you know what I'm saying, though. I mean, people don't do that now. People don't even put custom wheels on their car anymore. They just powder coat factory ones.
1: That kind of drives me nuts. Yeah, that really kind of. That's my. That's, that's now. A weird keep thing. in mind, I'm a mag wheel guy.
0: I, I am too. And now keep in mind, you know, and I, I'm a I'm a one tour Dodge. Sorry, Richard, but. Dodge put some beautiful wheels on their cars from the factory. They truly do. They well, it's probably a looking wheel. Probably have some of the best ones out there, but I would rather you throw me a set of transport wheels on there. I can pull them off and put something custom and unique. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my personal flavor.
1: Well, and they paint them all black too. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's they don't step outside the box.
0: No, at and, all. And and mm-hmm. I think I think that's the problem. When it comes to the customizing world and it's something i try to gear people with when it comes to vinyl wrap because i'll have a guy bring me an image off google and say hey can i get this for my car i'm like why do you want what someone else already has why not let me take it and kind of make it your own and and i think that's what it's become a belly button motorsports if you will that's every
1: less is in general now
0: yeah you know but still you're doing something custom it's a you know, new you, small
1: block Chevrolet.
0: Yeah, you you're doing a swap, though you're doing something <laughs> custom. But you know, when it comes to your car, you just buy something, throw some stickers on it, and all of a sudden you got this custom car. No, that's not exactly how it's it works. It's
1: not custom. It, it gets that's a broad term. It's
0: personalized. And they, it is. You yeah. Head. Yeah. It's we're not we're not building custom cars anymore. We're building personalized cars anymore. And it's the changing times, though. You also
1: got to think about the demographic is changing. You know, we don't have guys like Jerry Noon building a personal hot rod to cruise around in. This is a guy that's a working stiff. He works a day job at Kinko's, and he drives a Challenger. <clears throat> but you know you see what? what I'm saying? And he customized
0: it himself. You know what? I, I, a personal. I, I, himself, I think that right? again is part of the problem because. Um, the generation growing up nowadays it does not know how to do that. The generation growing up nowadays, they wouldn't know how to take their their dad's old Chevelle apart in the garage and build a uh, one of a kind piece of art.
1: The kids nowadays, their dad wouldn't have had a Chevelle. Well, the kids that, nowadays, their dads would have had a third gen Camaro.
0: But even so, that's that's getting to be a car that you would rebuild nowadays. And, and kids aren't doing that kids don't want no part of that they want to get their brand new car with everything and all the creature comforts of modern and modern amenities I think mean, new cars were popular yeah. when we were young too though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was and no I, I understand that I understand that I really do but the, the appreciation for you know the old school is, is dying
1: in a lot of ways in a lot of ways it's coming back though and I tell you we're going to talk about it here in the next segment I just want to tell you I think a real blast from the past will come back what's that? Oh, you are you next. are you
0: sandbagging on us
1: I am sandbagging I'm holding back
0: i am right. building a mystery but, you know, and I don't know it, it just it kind of breaks my soul when you go to uh, this is a joke that's been passed around but when you go to a car show and it looks like a car lot and I, there's nothing wrong with a new car don't get me wrong I'm all for them but do more to it than just throw a couple stickers on it and paint your wheels black
1: well I mean everybody's also indifferent. And, in different levels too i mean and just, i agree with you there i mean it's just like you come to the drag strip with your wagon that's not a damn drag car
0: no it's not but it is custom it's fast i mean it, it has a it has a standing there what's custom about it there's a lot custom about it right um like the engine under the hood the suspension the brakes and interior the added gauges and all that there's a lot of custom to that car Okay,
1: I'm just saying. I mean, but explain it because I mean, I'm just throwing that out there.
0: I mean, when you you know, I got a set of eleven hundred dollar hubs on there that adapt over to be able to run true C6 brakes. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Custom.
1: That's not really custom though, because it's that's, that's that's operation.
0: Yeah, but it also is custom. It right? is custom for that car, though. Kind of
1: getting into
2: a gray area. But, yeah, I know what you're
1: saying. You're saying, yeah. like... I mean, and uh, and that's where that's where you're going to... Find, and that's why I'm, I'm trying to prove the point that everybody sees this differently.
2: Well, I mean, I don't... You know... There's no hard edge to this. How about if if there's 15 custom cars sitting beside each other and they all look essentially exactly the same, I think that... They're not custom. Not, yeah, it's not really... Exactly. You just bought all the same parts your body did.
0: But, you know, I mean... There's not you don't see another '91 Caprice wagon. No, I mean, VET you got under. that down,
2: Pat. But
0: it it doesn't have to be that car either. I mean, I'm just I'm using it to be an example. I mean, when you go in and do things like that, like uh, you know, in all honesty, your Malibu, it just by looking at it is not all too custom.
1: No, it's a restomod. It's about it, it, other than a set of wheels and stance, it's totally and stylish. a little bit of engine work. A little engine work.
0: Yeah. I mean, but it's it's in a different <clears throat> realm too. It's not a custom car; it's a classic car. Yeah, you know, it's a muscle car. Um, just like uh, just like Richard Z, it's not a custom car; it's a classic no, it's, car. It's
2: not custom. Uh, it's <laughs> my pace
0: car. It's not custom. It's a classic car, and and I think you got to differentiate between that. You don't have classic cars right now. You know, if you buy a brand new car, it's not a classic car. No, not even close. It's not a collector's item. Now, does it have a potential residual value? Yes. If you buy a new Demon, if you buy the new uh, Camaro, the, uh, what do they call it? The Exorcist. Exorcist.
1: That's
0: it. Uh, you know, if you buy cars like this, yes, they are future collectors. They are going to be that. There's no doubt about that. We I was see sub-
1: no value in these cars.
0: We'll hit on that next too. Yeah, that's we'll, a whole another. That's a whole another can of worms. But get what I'm saying? You know, a car that they're only making two or three hundred of each year, or whatever the production numbers are going to be, those are your future collectors. You know, your run of the mill five seven Hemi Challenger, or your run of the mill just regular LS Camaro, you know, RS car. These are not collectors. So I think if in order to really step your game up, you have to be able to do something extremely custom to them.
1: I'm with you there. <clears throat> And you're, there's a few examples of customs in the newer cars, but not much. Right. It's it's very bolt-on. It's very – I mean, they start looking the same. They got the same engine covers. They got the same cap covers and the same bill aluminum pieces and the same air box.
0: Well, I mean, you know, and that's the thing. There was a time when it was like that for trucks when you called J.C. Whitney and whatever they had in their catalog. Your, your accessories, you, yeah. That's what you could get. And, you know, um, you know, you go to the Pete store for belts. you get what they got on the shelf. There's not guys out there building a whole lot of custom parts for it, and I think that's where it breaks. I, you know, this is kind of harsh in saying it, but bolt-on's not custom. That's a harsh that's way of other, saying it. That's a, that's a that's hard harsh. edge on that. Yeah, there is. That's a harsh way of saying it. But I tell you what else is
1: harsh is these commercial breaks.
0: All right, guys. Well stay tuned. We're gonna be talking more about this, and I'm sure probably a lot of you are gonna have some opinions on it. But stay tuned right here to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. 106.3
1: WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour.
0: All right. What's happening, dude?
1: Oh man, I'm hanging out. Richard. Yes, sir. You think we've talked enough trash about late model cars?
0: Well, is it, uh, you know it's not late model cars,
1: and it's just like I push
0: the green light. He,
1: not, <laughs> but
0: but it's okay. It's it's not though. It's not just the import cars or um, new cars. But I want to say this: look over to the import world. These guys are actually customizing their cars.
2: Yeah, they're doing some pretty wild. Sales. They do some. They do some crazy uh-huh. stuff.
0: Uh, I mean, not not my forte. But, I mean, when you got guys actually altering the suspension, changing the wheels and tires, putting body kits on, actually doing some stuff, changing the colors, whether it's paint or wrap or whatever they choose to do, doing interior work, custom steering wheels, like hand-built custom steering wheels, custom interiors done the same way, custom speaker boxes. Now you're actually building, I'll tell you a perfect example, and he's on my mind because he's talking about getting another hot rod game, Vince Vargo.
2: That thing's custom. That's Vince custom. Vargo.
0: That's a custom car. I love Vinny. I do too. Yes, I miss Vinny. I miss Vinny. But his Honda Civic is a custom car, and it's done right. It's not modded performance-wise, but it is custom. It's not just slam stickers on it and go. He's put a lot of work in that car. He's put a lot of work in that. Car. A lot of work in that car. <laughs> you know, you look at that. That's custom. And that that can we're be. We're talking like a two
1: thousand six,
2: two thousand eleven. or Yeah, it's, it's or 11, a yeah. little
1: newer. Yeah, yeah, a little newer, but Honda Civic.
2: Yeah, white Civic, four and door, automatic, automatic, and it's come together piece by piece. also, yeah, over yeah, the, the last like one five One piece at
1: time. But he made a nice car out of it.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, I th- I think Rob, I think, I think you said this before. You look around at a lot of people's custom cars, if you will. And, and, and this is not meant offensively in any way, but it's something that you could you could build their car with a paycheck and well, what they've and done
1: can. to it. Well, and it shows in a lot of them. Um, i tell you something, and not to get too far off track, but talking about Vinny. And I want to tell you something. I'm not the biggest import guy in the world. I mean, that's not you know breaking news or anything. I like them. I appreciate them. But this is the thing. I want to tell you something about character. And that screams a lot. I don't care if your car has one sticker on it and a paper tag. And you call it custom and you go to car shows, I'm fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I watched, when Vinny first started going to car shows, he had a white Civic that was lowered on factory wheels. Yes. Yep. And he kept that thing sterile clean. Uh,
0: you could eat off the engine bay.
1: But I want to tell you something. You never met a person with a better attitude and just as nice as he could possibly be. He enjoyed the hobby. Yes. And he enjoys the hobby.
2: He is the embodiment of the hobby. He
1: is what people should strive to be in the car community.
2: I agree wholeheartedly. You know, you
1: may not be you may not be 100% into his ride. You get no better as a person. Period.
0: Agreed 110%. Without question? Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So, proceed.
0: I mean, but you know, you look at you look at that. You you look for that. You, you look at the work that he's done to that car and it's not something you run down to advanced Auto and buy, and it's not something you're ordering on Amazon. He's actually put work into that car. Oh, yeah. And, and and that's that's what I appreciate. And that's what I would like to see again in this hobby. That's where I'd like to see it shift. I'd like to see it shift back to doing true customized, true hands-on work, not not just going out there, cutting something on your vinyl plotter, sticking it on and say, custom. Check me out, yo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might have made it look cool. Don't get me wrong. I can take vinyl and make anything look cool, but is it really custom? You know, I think I think that falls under more personalized. That's a, and and I would like to see the shift back to back to custom. Well, I'm with you there, and, John uh, Deeds. We've talked about him before. I his love challenger. His challenger. That's custom. That is custom.
1: I tell you something else I like though. Uh, but you know what? It's a bolt-on car.
0: Oh uh, yes and no.
2: It's it's a bolt-on car. Top. Level. I mean, Yo, it's it, beautiful though. Yeah, it's it's, like, I love it. it's, it's like, so that's what I'm talking about. It's got a lot area. of stuff bolted on it.
0: It's got like <laughs> the highest end of bolt on. And, it, and it, what it is, it's because, you know, Dodge is smart in their marketing department and Dodge sold a million and a half challengers. So, yeah, I'm going to make a, a piece that blocks off the firewall and smooths it out because I know I'm going to sell a quarter million of them.
1: I'm with you there. Okay, now let's shift gears. Speaking of shifting. Yeah. All right, I told you about old school coming back. Right. This is where you're going to see the real custom come out. Best value right now, Richard, in collector cars. I'm talking about from muscle cars, street rods. What do you think is the best bang for your buck? Get the most car for the money. It's
2: probably old street rods uh, from the late 80s, 90s that were you know high-dollar builds back then that uh, pretty much just been sitting in garages. Well, and that's the thing that's cool about
1: them is these cars had big money spent on them? Yes, they did. They're just seriously out of date. Yes, they did. And they're not that popular right now the muscle cars. They need Pro the Tours, dust knocked off of them. They do. And you got to think about it. these cars. They've been sitting on ice. They've been in garages. They're not out in fields.
0: Well, you know, I'm going to say this and I don't need to add to your ego any, but I'm going to do it. Um and you're not dealing with street rods, but it's pretty much what you do to cars. You take a car that's factory, you've done it with your Malibu, you've done it with your truck, and you've done it with the '56, and you just bring it up to date.
1: Right. And and that's the thing. These cars, I'm I think they're going to come back. One with the traditional boom. I think your patina guys and your rat rod guys and traditional guys. I'm going to put them all in one little group, and I think they're going to roll into street rods i think natural progression i I think you're right so you're gonna see the pastel colors fade away and the colors are going to change and the billet's going to kind of start fading back a little bit and you're going to see some really cool 30s hot rods fat fender cars 47 48 Chevrolets. you know 40 fords have always kind of been red red number cars 32 fords always been hot cars but you're going to see these cars coming back The street rods. And I think air ride suspensions, bigger wheels and tires. Well, for some people, these
0: cars have never died.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. But you see where I'm getting at. I think they're going to be the new popular thing.
0: You know, it's kind of funny because it's getting to the point where now you couldn't find a, and I'm just going to use it because it's pretty quintessential, but you can't find an all-original metal 32 Ford anymore. So either you're going to pop off a fiberglass one, or you're going to grab one that was built as a street rod and rebuild it.
1: Well, the, pretty much is about the only way you're going to have a metal thirty-two nowadays. Or you can buy one of the new metal ones. Obviously.
0: Right, uh, and, and I think there's going to be a lot of cars like that. I, I think we're going to see a, a generation coming pretty soon where we're actually restoring old custom cars.
1: Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, they've gotten picked over. There's yeah. only so many.
0: Yeah, we only have so I many
1: mean, left. We've got people restoring long bed Chevrolet trucks. I rest my case. That's when you know it's gotten real. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. It, they made millions. Yes. Of short bed pickup trucks.
2: That's the cool thing about the old mechanical cars, too, is they can be recycled. Um, They can. I mean, not not one that's rusted away in a field, but one that someone built 30 years ago and towed it around on a trailer to all the concours and then stopped doing it because they got older. They just didn't want to do it anymore. And it's just been sitting there.
0: You know, we're running out of time, and I hate this too. But look at, and we've hit on this before, but look at modern cars, though. Like, like we talked about with your truck, you got a beautiful twenty seventeen Silverado. Who's going to restore it fifty years from now? Exactly. Can you restore it fifty years from now? Just and, like Richard was saying, I mean, yeah, who's going to support all these systems and these things? Yeah. Um. You know, like he just said, you can recycle an old car now. Yeah you you, know, I mean, you can recycle a seventy Chevelle.
1: And I see, but I see the street rods coming back strong, though. I really do. Especially I do with the price point, I see them coming back.
0: I do too. I, I wish we could kind of get in a time capsule and fast forward fifty years from now and really see what's happening. I think we're going to see that way before fifty. Yeah. I, oh. Oh. Yeah. With the street rods, definitely. With, I think in the next seven say, or eight years. Yeah. I would be, say worst case, ten huge. years, you're going to see street rods popping up there with modern touches.
1: And you're going to see younger people getting into these cars and appreciating these automobiles. Yeah. Start pulling LT1s out of your 40 Fords. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: <laughs> be still, my heart.
0: <laughs> but, but I mean, all serious. I, I think you're right. In the next five to ten years, you're going to see a street ride movement like you've never seen before. But I, I'm really curious to where it goes from there. What's going to be the next trend? You know, what are we going to be doing to customize a car, you know? But you know what, though? That's what
1: keeps us all in it, though. It does. And that's what I love about this it really hobby. Does. It's forever changing.
0: It Oh, it is. And
1: you know what else it don't do? It'll never die.
0: Yeah, like this show is going to this week, because yeah. we're out of time. We're out
1: of time. Guys, I tell you what, thanks for playing along this week on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. It's been a lot of fun playing psychic hot rodder over here, <laughs> calling the future shots. Richard, thank you for being on the show again, thank buddy. Thank you for having us. And Robert.
0: Odd Sorry, yeah.
1: I didn't mean to I don't have priors
0: out. anymore. We're oh, good. Oh, you are good.
1: Okay, well, I'll still call you Odd uh, it's just cool like that. <laughs> thanks for playing along, guys. We'll catch you next week, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Uh,
0: 1063-WORD.